now recording. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tyranny of Thumbs, a gaming podcast where we're just some friends who play a game each week and then we talk about it. And uh, over there on the West Coast, we've got Gabe and McCoy. Hello. Notably in separate rooms this time. It's really heartbreaking. I know. I was going to say, this is going to be very different. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm actually really sick, so McCoy didn't want me to get him sick, which is, I think, just nuts. That's right. just completely selfish on McCoy's part. I know. Jeez. Yeah. He, McCoy, Sacrifice are you in yourself. this podcast or not? <laughs> uh, I'm somewhat on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well... Hopefully you'll get better, Gabe. Thank but you. I hope you uh, enjoyed playing your game this week, at least. I did. But, I um... wanted to make a joke that Bioshock 2 made me sick, but I can't do that to Bioshock 2. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bioshock Adam's not here to that, make that joke. Exactly. <laughs> there exactly. Are we, we finally got rid of Adam. Adam is, Adam is out this week, so now we feel like, oh my god, someone who doesn't hate Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> He actually, but, I think he likes this game, like, hilariously enough. Like, I think this probably like, would have been the one he would have sung praises for, sung praises for. And he actually, like, sort of enjoyed Bioshock Infinite, like, d- d- except for all of the racism and weird politics and shit. And the time travel <laughs> and the loot system and the combat system and Elizabeth and... He said that he didn't hate it, you know? So that's that's a positive in his book, right? I mean, he did give it. What was your uh, what was your translation of his score for it? It was two, two thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. Because yeah. 11,000 yeah, points sure. is a lot of points. <clears throat> <laughs> Yes, and over there on the East Coast, that is James over there with his shiny new chair. Yeah, I got a new chair. It's really exciting. I'm rocking back and forth, which is something that I couldn't do before. I was going to say, I don't even hear anything, so that's how you know that it's a good chair. Yeah. Did you get a gaming <laughs> chair, bro? Or is it just like, like nah, I'm just dude. curious if you got like nah. the most lame looking gaming chair possible? Nah, this one was more expensive than all the gaming chairs in the store. But that's because Shit. all those chairs looked like they were totally shitty and on sale. And James doesn't do sales. Exactly. James exactly. is a classy motherfucker. Yeah. I can't wait for them to start like marketing all the like excess like gamer chairs that they have, like two office people like for performance. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Just like, for dude, sure. you want to type in Excel faster, bro? Get a gaming chair. Get a racing gaming chair, right? <laughs> <laughs> that just makes sense to me. Well, makes sense to me as well. So wait, are we even allowed to have this podcast if we don't have representation from the Central Coast? Well, I mean, I'm on my own coast. I think could I be Central Coast? No, I'm still, but I'm not East Coast. That's the thing. I don't know what I count as. Like I said, I'm on my own little island. I'm on the Great Lakes coast, the Canadian coast, the <laughs> whatever you want to call it coast. The coast that actually- I just want to be separate from Adam, goddammit. <laughs> well, you'll have your wish this podcast, so fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I am uh, currently staring at my dog who got a- she had to get a cone on her head because she has some- 
little skin issues that she can't be picking at. But she's literally the creepiest thing right now, because no joke, guys, she is sitting, staring at a blank wall for the past 20 minutes, just sitting there, staring as if there's something there. And I think my office is haunted now. My old cat used to do that. Hmm. It's creeping me out. Like, (laughs) I've been trying to get her attention, and she's, like, just not moving. But she is not a fan of this cone, and I feel like the biggest... The biggest jerk to her right now because she's certainly turning on the waterworks right now for what a horrible owner I am. But god damn it, dog, this is for your own good. It's kind of Trust funny me. because I but think mom. that's what you look like to your dog when you play video games. Do you know what I mean? Because you're just staring at a fucking wall and then like they try to get your attention and you're just like, no, no, not right now. I'm staring at this wall. Actually, fair point. <laughs> yeah. She's just, yeah, who knows? Maybe she's just doing this being like, are you happy now? This is what you do to me. Like, are you happy now? <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> wow, this is really not the, as fun as I thought it was going to be. You seem like you're having a lot of fun, but this, not that cool. <laughs> the best thing, though, was that I sent my sister a video of her just like staring at a wall and. Uh, my sister sent it back to me with REM's Everybody Hurts playing in the background. So she's oh like, my Everybody God. Hurts. <laughs> Did she like make the like the video like black and white and just like slow down and just like. <laughs> it's like that black and white video that has like the kind of grainy film quality that you see for some filters sometimes. <laughs> <of> like, <laughs> I think it needs to be like the Sarah McLaughlin like ASPCA commercial music of just the oh yeah in the arms of an angel <laughs> for just two dollars a day you too could help this poor suffering soul <laughs> yeah exactly what would you do to help a dog in that scenario like just turn them facing towards a window or like what do you uh, i that's the thing i'm like well like her her field of vision is definitely like blocked now so like do i just kind of like let her know that she can like turn her head and see things like does she realize that she can do that but no but she's certainly falling asleep now as i'm watching her she's falling asleep while s- sitting up so maybe i should go help her eventually well we'll see how it pans out but anyway <laughs> uh I guess in the uh, in uh, the uh, segue of suffering souls, this week we played Bioshock Two. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Dark Souls or like fucking what's that fucking what's that game? It's uh, Soul Calibur. Where's the Dark the Souls? The story bill? of souls and swords. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got no, the reference. <clears throat> Thanks, Gabe. I got I you. You are a true gamer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just wanted to watch you flail. I know. That's Gabe's like MO. Like every group chat I'm in with Gabe, he just sits there and is like, no, I read it. And I'm like, well, could you respond to it to like give anyone any sort of clue as to what you're thinking? He's like, well, I mean, I could, yeah, but I'd rather just like let them <laughs> suffer. <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's the way you think. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> so hear me out on this, right? It sounds really silly, but I made this list and it started as a joke, but it's now kind of not a joke. And it's the items uh, that I kind of think make this game like better than Bioshock Infinite. And it's I'm not saying that it actually is better than Bioshock Infinite, but I'm just saying that there are certain things about it that actually like 
I appreciated more. Like I just was like made, made a troll list and it started with you can save. <laughs> but like <laughs> you could fucking save. It was that's awesome. That's not a troll. Also, that's like that's that's a gameplay improvement. So let's like give some background info for this game, I guess, for the listener at home. Like Bioshock 2 was released after the original Bioshock. So it was released in 2010. Bioshock was released in 2007, so three years later, that's Bioshock 2, made by the same uh, developers, 2K Games, but made, like, headed by a different director, so uh, Ken Levine uh, stepped aside for this, and a new group of people headed the project. Um, so this is set um, eight, eight years, I think, after Rapture? Am I wrong in thinking that i think it's yeah eight years after bioshock and you play as a big daddy named delta and uh yeah so like going with uh i guess starting off with mccoy's list of things he likes about the game it's you know it is like a lot of controls and a lot of like features that are reminiscent, I guess, of the original Bioshock, such as the save feature. I still don't understand why Infinite took that, took out that feature for the life of me. It was too convenient. Makes sense. It doesn't. Yeah, it, they're just. It can't. Like, I just. I, I look. I'm not a fucking programmer, but I just cannot imagine a world where they, because they built the checkpoint system where it auto saves. Like, it does saving. Why not just let me? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, so this game, like, it definitely feels, so we, the order we played it, of course, is important, right? We went Bioshock 1, and then we went Bioshock Infinite, and then Bioshock Infinite DLC, this amazing height, and then we're going back to Bioshock 2. And as a result, it feels a lot more like Bioshock 1. I mean, it definitely is more like Bioshock 1, but it also just feels like it. Like, you're sort of reminded of some of the older school pieces of game design and just game tech at the time. But yet, it feels kind of different than Bioshock 1, and we'll get into that, I'm sure. But I do just want to, like, sort of silly go through some of these items on this list. It was just like I was writing them down and laughing. Because, like, it's things like, dude, the scroll wheel for weapon switching actually works in this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I appreciate that. Like that, I, I click it, and it goes. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I can get to the weapon wheel. You have more than two weapons. Nice. This is something that Gabe pointed out, but I totally agree. Little sister's faces aren't terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, as far as I'm actually... concerned, this is the best Bioshock ever. <laughs> because of the little sister's I... faces? Because of two things. One, the little sisters look like actual little girls. And two, when you have a little sister with you and you light an enemy on fire, she goes, mm, marshmallow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your paternal instincts. I love her kick. commentary yep. as you're fighting. She just kind of is your little, like, little mini commentator. And I'm just like, hell yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, this game yeah. brings out my real life paternal instincts. Right. And you just come in there. You're like, you're just like stomping heavy and just like smashing things and shouting that Bioshock shout. Exactly. You know, that, that big daddy shout. It's preparing oh. me to be a dad. Exactly. Where you're just going to, someone's like, hey man, can I pet your daughter? And you're like, die like <laughs> drill like <laughs> oh my god bioshock 2 can be like the 
entry game for expecting parents. You know, how well can you see, like, do you harvest your little sisters? Because then we don't think you should have kids. <laughs> yeah, then we got, a, we got a real problem. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. The fucking... This... I, okay. I Before I just get to this list, I think the main thing that we should also say is that Bioshock 2 has always had that stigma, right? That stigma of just not being as good as Bioshock 1, sort of being the black sheep in the series or something like that. And, you know, it wasn't directed by the same person, you know, like people skipped this one. And I definitely think playing through this first half, you really do get to see a lot of the things that this differs from Bioshock 1. And a lot of those are things that are just not quite as good or not quite as much attention to detail. And I think the harvesting, which is what you mentioned, the harvesting uh, little sisters slash saving them is a perfect example of like, they give you that, which is the same choice you get in Bioshock 1, but there just isn't that weight behind it. And it doesn't hold that importance in the game. You just kind of like, uh, save. Okay, done. Uh, that's the same animation I remember. Okay, yep, good. As opposed to like the first game, it felt powerful like it felt like the world slowed down for a minute and you had to like make this powerful choice and you weren't sure what was going to happen whereas here like it you just don't have that that sort of a it doesn't have that power around it like i think what i really want to mention is uh when you kill a big daddy right which first of all is a strange thing for you to do as a big daddy but all right whatever you kill one and then the sisters little sister's just crying on the ground there and you're like like the tooltip is essentially just go over there and pick her up and she'll be fine. And I'm like, well, that seems a little fast. And you pick her up and literally <laughs> instantly she is fine. Like a hundred percent fine. Like she went from like traumatized, like you're not going to have the money to pay for this therapist bill to like fine. <laughs> and like they didn't even do so with like a really extended slow cutscene, which is what the original Bioshock would have done. It's not just a cutscene, but a an animation where you get down on your knees, you hold her hand, she's hesitant at first, then she accepts it, then you comfort her, then you move on together. It's like, instead of doing that, it's kind of a fast, maybe half second, two second animation that's just sort of like, all right, on the shoulder and good. And I, I think that yeah. just sort of encapsulates how this game just doesn't quite have that impact and that power that the, that the original Bioshock had where they would focus and really hone in on those moments where they could have that impact and they would really like lay on them. Whereas here it just feels like I'm giving you plasmids because you should have them and they're not going to be that exciting when I give them to you. They're going to be cool plasmids, but I'm just going to give them to you. I'm just going to give you the choice to harvest again. I'm going to give you this other thing. Like I'm just going to give you all the Bioshock 1 stuff, but it's not going to be with the same weight. Do you guys feel the same way? I I think that's true to an extent, but I think with regards to the the killing a big daddy and then her crying and then you picking up her and suddenly she's fine. While I'm sure that they, you know, just did it quickly for gameplay sake. Um I think it's probably also can maybe account a little bit with that it's like you're another big daddy, so she feels safe with you. And I think with like all like the brainwashing and all that crazy stuff they do to little girls it's probably like the second she sees the new big daddy and you're picking her up she's like okay we're good it's some like psychotic issue with little girls yeah it certainly could be i mean you definitely just murdered her dad in front of her but don't worry you're the best dad and she's gonna tell everyone <laughs> exactly <laughs> 
you know, it's just yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and I also think so. Like going, like the fact that the killing or saving doesn't seem as impactful the second game, at least with how they introduce it. At least, right? That might just be the way in that in which they introduce that because. If we harken back to Bioshock, like the whole killer killer save the little sister was um, introduced with Tenenbaum pleading with you to save this little sister while Atlas is in your head being like, no, fucking kill her. Like, she's not worth it. So it was like already this like these two opposing forces pleading with you. Um, whereas here, I think the killing and saving feature is just kind of explained to you by Augustus Sinclair, who's like this entrepreneur guy who's just like, now you could go ahead and save them, but you also get less Adam. Or like, you know, like he kind of like just kind of narrates it to you as if he's like reading from the Bioshock instruction manual, like (laughs) if A, then less Adam, (laughs) else if B, like... But maybe maybe that also has something to do with it. I, I really do think that it does. Like, I feel like their introduction to almost all of the Bioshock 1 mechanics that held so much weight, like plasmids and like harvesting, uh, they don't really do much of an introduction in the same with the same weight. Like, for instance, plasmids, they just sort of give to you. It's like right at the beginning, you kind of like walk through a door and you're like, oh, sweet, plasmids, cool. And you do it and it's like, yeah, use them now. And it's like, oh, shock this door. And it's just like it's... um. It's trying to, I guess, like pick up and run with those mechanics really fast, but they just don't hold that weight when they don't introduce them to you in that like powerful way. It's also the difference with the character you're playing, right? Like playing as Jack, you're playing as a person who's exploring Rapture along with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, Jack is supposed, like, you know, as far as we, the player, knows, is a newcomer to Rapture. So he reacts to the plasmids and everything, like, in this crazy way. Whereas, like, playing as Subject Delta, like, you are a big daddy who's lived in Rapture for a very, very long time. So it would seem a little weird as a big daddy who's been in this environment for so long to be like, what? A plasmid? Oh, I'm electrocuted. Like, what? Like, yeah, it maybe doesn't make as much sense. So maybe because we're playing as a more seasoned Rapture inhabitant also could uh, play into that like, just kind of, uh, I guess, downplay of everything. Like, Bioshock 2 is not a good game to play as your first game to be introduced into the Rapture world just because of how little they downplay everything. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, you know what's going on, right? And you're like, "I actually, I do. So fair enough. (laughs) But (laughs) I could see as a new person being like, what? Yeah, Although, like, I think that's just the intent of like, you've played Bioshock, you, you know what this is. Yeah, I doubt you're going to go fact, and play Bioshock did. 2 first. Yeah, that would be some craziness. Like I could see playing Infinite first then being like, oh, maybe I'll go back or like having played one back in the day or something. But two first, that would be, that's like that friend that like comes up to you and is like, dude, I totally play. Like, he's like a, like a co-worker at work or something. He's like, yeah, I play video games. Like, oh, cool. And he's like, there was this game on sale on Steam and I bought it. It's called Bioshock 2 and I just played it. And you're like, what? Like, what? <laughs> what where, who are you? Like, on the one hand, awesome, I'm calling the police. On the hand, what? 
Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I just don't know who you are anymore. Like, I thought you, if you had asked me. Okay, okay, well, sure. What do you think? Um, yeah. You know, I don't quite understand this rapture business. It just seems a little overhyped. <sighs> You're just, like, seething on the inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, you know what this story could use? Multiple universes. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be so fucking awesome if someone just like cold said that you're like oh my god um nice <laughs> anyways um Ken, is here's, another you? Thing. here's another thing on my list fight at chambers don't cost you for dying you're not punished to die in this game and it feels great even on hard there yeah like it just i was sitting there going like do you know how bad it felt to be struggling to I mean, really, the, the 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 main resource that you were managing in Bioshock Infinite and potentially in all Bioshock games is the fatigue on your E-finger. Like, can you take enough shit before it falls off? And when you're managing that to get e all... What does your E-finger do, though? What does it do? Yeah, like... It picks things up. Oh, sorry. Because you picks rebind all of your shit. Yeah, that's a great point. It picks stuff up. Like, it's just the, the thing that searches and then takes all. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. that yeah. finger is like near death um playing these games and after this long <laughs> after this like many weeks that we've played this like i'm like i don't even know my hands are like permanently damaged but like it's like thousands <laughs> and thousands and thousands of things you have to pick up and they're all somewhat meaningless but but like if you're doing that in bioshock infinite and then you die and you lose some of the cash which is going to be going towards upgrades you just feel bad you're like damn i'm not just dying i'm falling behind I'm getting less powerful uh, in comparison to the curve because the curve is, you know, enemies are getting stronger as time goes on and I'm getting stronger as time goes on. But every time I die and can't quite get another weapon upgrade or a plasma upgrade, I'm getting weaker. And so it just it punishes you for dying and it can sort of lead to this feeling of like a reverse cycle, like a, a cycle, but a reverse power, you know, cycle where you feel like you're getting less powerful. And this game, Breath of Fresh Air, you die and it's like, whatever, man. <laughs> it's like, it's great. It's amazing that they undid that too. Like, I think that's one of the biggest achievements of the Bioshock series, especially with Bio Bioshock 1, is they said, you're not, we're not going to punish you for dying. You just get to proceed. And I don't know. I was very happy to see that again in this game. And it's just amazed that Bioshock Infinite didn't do it. Yeah, I feel like um, that's like a huge part of the gameplay is just being like, Oh fuck, I guess I just die here. <clears throat> you know, I don't want to, yeah. you know, spend all of my, uh, health kits on this battle. So I'm just going to like die and cheese it that way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you want to, you can. Yeah. And just like, um, I think games like this that don't have like there, like I played it on hard mode and I know like sometimes you're like, Holy shit, that was insanely hard. Uh, like I just fucking got wrecked like two headshots in a row, three headshots in a row, like seven where they just like they actually that's really awesome. The noise they make when it headshots you and it's like this like ting noise. Yeah. Uh, which that's pretty cool. But they do that a bunch, you know, because they have some dude with a machine gun and he's above you and you didn't see him or whatever. And he just shoots you a bunch of times. You're like, oh, my God. Like in those instances, it's easy to be like, fuck, that was cheap. But like if you die and you don't lose anything, it's not as cheap. You just don't feel as bad. You're like, all right, whatever. Let's go again. So I, I feel like Bioshock Infinite like, is as a 
result, like you feel the cheapness a little more if it ever happens to you. You're like, ah, oh, that didn't feel fair to me. Like whether or not it was fair or not doesn't really matter. If it doesn't feel fair to you, then you feel like, God, this game's punishing me too. Not only do I not feel that was fair, but it's punishing me. Whereas this is like, mm. huh, no, I'm fine. So I really, I don't know. I appreciate that aspect. What did you guys think about the sort of, they they took Bioshock 1 gameplay, but then they sort of made it a little more tower defense, a little more like room defense, a little more stationary wave defense. What did you guys think about that gameplay? Uh, anxiety ridden. <laughs> okay. How so? I, I do not I do not do tower defense games all that well. Um I panic a lot. And I go overboard with my setups in tower defense type situations. And so, like, I am only playing this game on easy because I know that I hate tower defense. And for my own fucking peace of mind, I'm like, I'm going to just make this as easy as possible for me while also maybe having, like, you know, just a slight, you know, a, a taste of the gameplay all the same. But, like, I literally put traps, like littered around the entire room before i have a little sister start harvesting <laughs> and if you know i only have to touch like two people that come up to me like that is a successful tower defense for me <laughs> so, you have the camera now right yeah so like that is a that is a part of the gameplay that i actually appreciate that bioshock 2 does that bioshock did not I love the fact that you can take a photo and it immediately switches to your gun. Yep. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about shuffling weapons. You can literally just set up your weapon, pull out the camera, start filming. And it's it's not a picture anymore. It's more of a like a recording feature. Um, and it just immediately swaps to the gun. So then that way you can get some nice up close shots. Well, actually, that doesn't even matter anymore. They don't care about proximity anymore, action shots. All they care about is like the way in which you kill a splicer and you have to switch up your gameplay in order to like get a better score. So like you could just do like the shock and drill as I always like to do. Um, especially when you get the, uh, the charge the charge and drill power up to your drill all i do is just shock and charge and it's great but it it is cool that the game kind of forces you to be a little bit more creative than that in order to get like research points and it's a lot better than the actual photography feature that's that's for sure yeah like the spam um, photo yeah. like a hundred times in a second like on someone <laughs> nice you did it <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't reading the tooltips or listening to Sinclair when he talked about the camera. So literally, I like saw a Big Daddy and I got up in the Big Daddy's face and like took a picture thinking that it was going to be a photo and instead starts recording being like, attack. And I'm like, wait, no, I wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and they aggro on you too. So you're like, oh, yeah. 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 What I found really frustrating was... um, uh like harvesting adam uh when there was a big daddy in the room because it would without fail just walk up to right behind splicers yes and just like chill there god just like shoot the splicer i fucking dare you like shoot it shoot it you're gonna shoot it (laughs) oh yeah you did you're fucking dead idiot (laughs) yeah like god forbid what are your turns that happened to me so many times 
but like I already had a little sister that I was trying to fill up with Adam. So like I didn't want to kill the big daddy because I wasn't sure what that interaction would do. Um, yeah. So off. I actually I, I did do that. I had an instance where I found a, an angel to be collected. Set my little what? uh sister down. That's what they call the the bodies that they harvest. Oh, they call them angels. Sense. Look, Mister Bubbles, an angel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, so I found one. Set my little girl down. Started setting up traps, and in walked a big daddy and a little sister. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then spite uh, splicers poured in. So naturally, I fought all of them. Died a few times because on hard. But the big daddy and the little sister never left. So I ended up fighting them, killing the big daddy. <laughs> and then while I was finishing up with my little sister, that other little sister is just sitting there crying. Oh, <laughs> and I was just like, "Ooh." Okay. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> I, I was curious about that only because, like the there's like a, a tracker feature also in this game when you're trying to find these angels, which you know, God, little kid voices, just uh, like I hate it so much. But anyway, like I'm following this little scent trail that this little sister puts out. And the angel is literally already being yep. uh, siphoned by another big daddy little sister combo. Mm. And yeah, so I got up Whoa. to the top of the stairs and there's already the second little sister like already siphoning out of this one. And she turns around and she's like, no, go away, go away. And I was like, no shit, I don't want to fight you guys. I'm sorry. I just want that, please. <laughs> And then they just had to, like, I literally just waited out a quarter and just watched them until they walked away. And I'm like, okay, now it's my turn. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like, it happened to I don't want to kill I, you guys until I later just, like, when I do. squatted <laughs> the body. I just walked over to it, squat on the body as the big daddy was like, no, get out of here. And the other big daddy came up and, like, started shoving me. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, this is mine. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I didn't know this was going down in fucking Rapture. Yeah, I'm sick. So my question is, like, so your, like, little sis, each little sister you have to pick up needs to find two angels. Yeah. Um, what happens? Because in my furious spamming of the E button, one thing I accidentally did was after one of my little sisters only siphoned one body, I went to try to loot a corpse next to a vent and ended up putting her through the vent instead. Ooh, so oh. does that penalize me? <laughs> like, what what happens if you put your little sister in without fulfilling the two siphoning? I assume you just get thing? less Adam. I guess so. Just, I was pissed because I was yeah. like, no, no, get back here. <laughs> yeah. can, can, can I try to like yank her ankles out being like, no, I'm not done with you. <laughs> what you could do is you could light the furnace on and then close all the other entrances and then. Right. Yeah. That's a good idea. Right. It's the only way. It's the only it's way. The like, really? only way. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would have been so hilarious if some like Elizabeth proxy comes in being like, I could turn up the heat. And you're like, no, she she jumps through a tear and is like, I could turn up the heat. You're like, wrong universe. Like, chill. Like, you missed it by like eight years. Like, go back. She's like, oh, my bad. My bad. She just jumps back out. Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> the amount of times in Bioshock Infinite where they do this thing where they just say like it's the only way and you're like it is or like when they like like chime in together being like well if if the weapons aren't here then they must be I'm like well that doesn't follow stop stop like <laughs> there could be so many other <laughs> possibilities where the weapons are what do you mean anyways um that's another game but, yeah but uh, but we only built these two specific zones so if it's not here it must be in the other zone have you been reading the script? Like, <laughs> that's, just how I feel, that's just how I feel every time when a video game character just like, like says something that is like, feels like they're just reading like the script. They're like, well, obviously if I do this, this will happen. And you're like, obviously, I mean, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's something when we're talking about trap gameplay. Uh, first of all, I, I really like the trap gameplay. Uh, I've always really liked tower defense style games. I like setting up my traps and I think they do one thing at this game that I really wish they recognized how brilliant it was and continued to do it in other ways where the first trap that they show you the trap mine or trip mine, I guess, uh, that thing, it is, you're allowed to pick it up afterwards. And like for me, I actually would prefer if it blew up if you got near it. I just like that because then you create this massive spider web and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't move. And I just I personally like that. But whatever. That's a fine decision on their part. Any, whatever you want to do. But it's the fact that you can pick it up that I thought was such an interesting idea. And I thought, oh, my God, because I've been told there are tools in this game that are good for tower defense slash room defense. And I was like, wait, are you going to be able to pick them all up? So I was thinking in my head, you can send out traps and pick them up you can send out cyclone traps on the ground maybe pick them up for adam i don't know how that was going to work but i was thinking in my head oh maybe you could do that and i was and i'd seen eventually you can get uh turrets you can place and i was like wow how cool would it be if you could pick those up too and i was thinking in my mind like how sweet would it be if they balanced this a little differently where instead of doing the classic we gave you a million resources all the time constantly and you're just spending them also all the time so it's just this constant flow of like you're using thousands of shots per fucking 20 minutes but then you're also gaining thousands of shots so it's kind of like just like recycling if they clamp down on all those resources but they made it so you could pick up all of your stuff that you put out so and then like you could repair it or something like that because i was thinking about this in this, in the context of, at at one point in time, I was setting these traps, the 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 trip mines towards the beginning of the game, and I had say twenty, and I was like, okay, how many do I need for this encounter? Well, I'll put three on this doorway, evenly spaced, so that they don't all blow up at once. Then I'll do three over on this doorway, and then maybe I'll do three or four near the little sister in the middle, and that'll probably be enough. And I thought to myself, that's enough. And then I realized, wait. I can just put all of them out every last one, every single time, because if I don't use them, I can pick them up again. No big deal. So then I was like, oh shit, that's actually really cool. So what they want you to do is they want you to use all of your resources on every defense because then you can pick it back up what you didn't use. And I'm like, this is going to be fucking rad. And I just, I, oh, I enjoyed it, but I wish they had just gone that extra step and allowed you to just pick up your turrets again and pick up, uh, I don't know, your fucking uh, plasmids even. Just like so that that way you would sit there and be like, I am setting up the ultimate fortress every single time. And then I'm just going to try to manage to make sure that my towers don't go down, that, you know, whatever, you know, yeah, like my turrets don't go down and then I'll repair them or something. I just like I thought like, oh, God, that's where they're kind of trying to go with this. And that would be so fun. But I feel like they just didn't like quite get there. 
All right, yeah, I on. agree. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I would, yeah. Um, I, I, there's something great to me also about the the trap gameplay, but I, it definitely feels like they were trying to put something into the engine that doesn't quite support the vision. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Um, what I never was very meticulous about my traps. I would always, I, I mean, so far I've always exclusively like shot out a couple like trap bolts, thrown down some turrets and then just like stood there with my camera. Like, all right, what's up? <laughs> Sounds awesome. Dad, get the camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. And I'm, I'm just like, I mean, on medium difficulty. So I, you probably can't do this quite as much on hard. But like, I just like hide behind my turrets and like just take pictures of everything that shows up before it immediately dies and accrue a lot of bonuses. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, speaking to zoe's anxiety it, it's the same for me on doing the tower defense on hard because he doesn't know that like a ton of like it seems like the entire population of rapture comes after your little sister yeah <laughs> and you're just like <laughs> yeah. oh god no well and for me it's like looking at all the entry points and being like oh my god there's three entry points there there's one behind yes. me and so then you're like constantly circling and you're like where are they going to pop out and of course one ends up stabbing you in the back anyway yeah. because it just flies at you. I also like how I mean it it's annoying as hell but I do appreciate that they did this it's like different enemy types at you as well so it's not just a bunch of dudes running at you with like pipe wrenches trying to <laughs> smack your shit they'll have like <laughs> dudes come up and smack you and then at the same time there's like two people off on like a, a balcony like shooting me and I'm like no yep. <laughs> yeah there are a couple of those positions I'm actually curious if they move them around or if they're set but either way there are a couple of those where you're pretty exposed yeah you're just like oh boy like and I absolutely hate it <laughs> yeah the ones where you're like just dead center in the middle of the street in Siren yes. Alley and you're like oh yes. Yes. Yeah. That's when I just want to look at my little sister and be like, really, honey, this one, this is the one you want. There's yeah. one that's in the corner right there by the vending machine. We can't, can't we do drag that one. the corpse into like a closet and then you inject. Do you know that? No, yeah, dear. You know that we have meme? Adam at home. Yeah, exactly. Do you know that meme? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Where it's like, <laughs> it's like which one of these do you want she's like this one and you're like we have that at home which is like one that's actually secure and like safe and easy to get and he's like no that's not the one i want the one i want is in the street like okay <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah. yeah i uh i love i love setting up turrets in fact it's it's funny there's like a, a direct parallel with something else i did this week which i played uh gears 5's horde mode and that is a tower defense ish wave defense style game and there's a character you can play in that that i like was because i played a bunch of rounds and i was like okay i'm kind of tired to be honest and like especially if you're sitting up at the pc right and you're in your battle position uh and you're like keeping your chest puffed out you know and you're trying to hit those headshots eventually you just get tired you're like, i think that's just you yeah well listen <laughs> i hit those headshots so you know it's worth it um despite the fact that i'm probably destroying my back somehow anyways um is that you're like peacocking for elena 
Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> can we talk she about <laughs> headshots in this game and how frustrating the freaking cursor, like, circle aimer thing is? Mm. Does anybody mm. else get bothered by that thing? Yeah, the red, like the reticle, the reticle. is like not actually all that great. <laughs> yeah, and also yeah. there's like variation to your shots from at least the rivet gun. Yes, yeah, like it's like their anywhere within everywhere. the circle. Yeah, it is notably it's, more ugh. accurate if you aim down sights with yeah, the rivet gun. The T button, but then you can't do anything else until you hit the T button again. Yeah, that's why you got to rebind that shit. For me, it's right click. That's like the aim down sights. Well, I spent so, so much time rebinding. Wait, so oh, how do uh, you middle mouse? <laughs> middle mouse, yeah. So how do you change ammo type? No, it's it's click middle mouse down. So then like change ammo type. Oh yeah, uh, those yeah, are mouse no, buttons. No, how do you change yeah, ammo type? Buttons. Because that's yeah. click middle mouse down. No, yeah, that's a good call. It's do you just, just not your, change? Your do you just not change way? ammo type? I, no, I do. And not only do you have to change anotype, but also the game will just default you to a random anotype sometime. And you're like, what the fuck? Why was I using that? Like, yeah, you know, like when you're trying to conserve like your powerful bolts and then you're in a crisis when a, like a, a big sister is coming after you you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then you're like, wait, I just used like a, a ton of trap bolts straight at your face instead of using the ones that actually do. Damn, what the fuck did I just? Oh, I'm sorry. Like, it's I fucked that whole thing up. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, game. Can we just let's just start over? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Little sister, could you just uh, turn around for a sec? Like, yeah, sorry. I definitely <laughs> Loaded all of my anti-personnel rounds into a little sister once and then i was like oh fuck <laughs> sorry a little sister or a big sister i mean a big sister <laughs> <laughs> shout out like, to Damn, james dude. big daddy of the century yeah dude, dude. i was like that's yeah, such a killer no, move no no mercy dude no mercy yeah and you're like halfway through the because there's a lot of ammo in your reserve you're sitting there just like it's like 30 seconds in and you're like oh my god Why isn't this is what she I'm doing? dying <laughs> yeah I'm like, I'm gonna keep doing that yeah i can imagine I, mccoy being like so james this little girl here you need you need her to live you you, you have this like symbiotic relationship and james da, da, is like da, da, no da, 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 da. i don't like her and then james whispers no yeah 100 no. percent. i i will say yeah the headshotting i actually um i found it to be mostly good i would say but i think that might be because i spent a long time maybe a couple years ago practicing uh like not uh what am i trying to say what's the cursor you know what i'm saying like the the reticle like almost reticleless aiming on the computer i don't know why i did mm. i'll tell you why i did this i did this because uh in counter-strike because you were playing you counter-strike yes yep. but the thing I is you can have a reticle in the middle of your screen and it will indicate where the uh, where you're shooting it's great super useful but it also at the same time blocks your vision and this is just the game you have to play it's going to block what you're actually shooting at do you know what I'm saying? So if you get used to having it further out so that it doesn't block the middle of the screen, it's not quite as good at giving you pixel precise accuracy because there's no pixel in the middle. But when you get used to that, you can actually see through it 
and be sure that you're aiming at the right thing. So anyways, I put a lot of practice in that and I didn't really have trouble with this. You fucking try um, hard. Jesus Christ. I was going to say, in short, McCoy says, get good yeah, scrub. Yeah, get good scrub. Or <laughs> right click and, and definitely aim. No, because aiming helps so, so much. So much with accuracy in that with that gun. Um, and I've been having it where aiming I have Aiming helps gun. with accuracy. Yeah, duh. No, no, but I mean like zooming in. Do you, do you mean aiming down sights? Do yes, mean, I do. Do you mean pushing... Aiming down sight. Okay, that's different. Yeah, sorry. What you said yeah, aiming, was, bro. <laughs> aiming helps with accuracy. <laughs> sorry. No, 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 no. I literally mean aiming down sights because it, it increases your accuracy by a lot, and it's enough to make headshots even at really reasonable distances. Like that's consistent. like one of those like loading screen tips. <clears throat> if you're missing a lot, try aiming. <laughs> yeah, try the practice mode, noob. And you're like, okay, yeah. ouch. <laughs> Actually, my favorite is like what Bioshock Infinite does if you die like a certain amount of times on a certain like uh, wave of enemies. And it just says, you know, you can always press escape to lower to the difficulty. Yeah. And you're like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> like, I don't need like, no, you can't. I'm I don't on easy. Commentary <laughs> on my cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, actually, does anybody know the setting to turn off the um, like help? Like, M, what is this prompt? No, but how fucking weird is that? That, like, you're, a splicer's, like, two feet from you. You're, you're trying to figure out what the melee button is, and it just has the fucking gall to prompt you with, like, a, do you want to figure out what the splicer is? I'm like, dude, this thing's alive. trying to kill me right now. Like. Yeah. And, like, and, like, the, the 400th suitcase is, yeah. like, do you want to know what this is? <laughs> And then you, I actually hit it once, like on the 30th suitcase. And it was like, yeah, that's a container that loot is in. That's the whole, like. Yep. <laughs> oh. oh my God. It's so dumb. It's like, yeah. I mean, I, what's the, what's the audience for that? Like people that have never played video games before? It might just like, be. Did they think like, they were getting a lot of new players to video games in Bioshock 2? Probably not. My guess, though, is that it's something like a combination of they didn't actually really explain that stuff super well at the beginning. So like, fuck, we should probably explain it. And then they were also like, I guess what happens if they come back to this game later and they just want to know. But honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever used it maybe a couple times. So, yeah, like I know. I know that they like do that in the original Bioshock as well. The what is this button? Um, and it was useful like when it came to encountering your first Vita chamber because you're like, oh, like this is a weird contraption. Oh, press M. What is this? But yeah, it is really strange that it like has it for like literally every single like lootable container. So like a gift box. What is this? A locker. What <laughs> is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. Big Daddy, oh. what is this? They tried to branch out to virtual, uh, virtual encyclopedias. Yeah, but it's like it's like their their sentences are like at least the ones I saw were like so straightforward. This is a splicer, and they hit you with the wrench. Like, thanks. Okay, all right. I hear you. <laughs> yep. But I will say, James, definitely rebind tell. the aim down sights key and use it. It will help so much. I would say. It is. Yeah, you're right. I do not hip fire with the uh, rivet gun uh, at all. 
even if they're close, like I just don't, unless they're really close. And I would say, at least for me, I've found that if you aim in uh, and you get the headshot upgrade, which is like a, uh, I think a tonic slot, that is a 50% increase to headshot damage. And then if you also uh, just upgrade your rivet gun to do more damage. I mean, basic slicers, splicers, it's one shot headshot any distance. And so it's on when people start rolling at me because I'm like, okay. And I just like zoom in and I'm like, okay, you're done. You're done. You're done. Okay, I missed that guy. Okay, one more time. Okay, you're done. You're done. You're done. That's fucking awesome. So I recommend zooming in. I think it will help you and I think you'll get there. Okay, I, I'll do that. Because you recommended me to do that, I will. I'll do change that. like a whole string of uh, <laughs> of required keys just to get. Uh, bro, right what's your keybind setup? Can you give me your fucking <laughs> yeah. binds, bro? It is. Yeah. Do it you is have like a, a macro chain, chain reaction it, though? <laughs> just rebinds all the keys. Like, I just, like, feel like I, I want to, like, change one button, but then there's, like, too many other buttons that I need to assign where I'm like, oh, shit, uh, question mark? Do I want to bind question mark? No. What's the, yep. can we, uh, can I reach the V button? We'll do V for this. Also, yeah. um, C is crouch in this game, and control is use a health kit, Yep. which is the shittiest choice I've ever seen. Swap them. I've changed that immediately. Yeah, <laughs> I should I change. Saw. I should change that immediately because the number of health kits that I've used when trying to, <laughs> trying to <crouch>. duck, <laughs> like it's 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 too many. It's yeah. really too many. Like yeah. I'm struggling to find health kits because <laughs> I'll be at like seventy five percent health, and I'm like, what's down there? Oh fuck! Yeah. Or like whenever you hack a uh, 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 machine, uh, a vending machine, yep. Uh, the whatever drops out of it inevitably gets stuck, and you have to crouch to get it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <So you're just laughs> Which means packing. I'm spending a fucking health kit, <laughs> and yep. it's a health pack. You you're know like it. hacking the thing to like get a health pack out of it. You're like, thank God it dropped, and you use one on the way. <laughs> Down. exactly dude exactly it's so bad dude that's pretty bad all i will say is that i've just no shame like i'm the fucking worst person to watch play video games like elena can attest to this because when i start a game i'm like oh wow and it's like usually these games have amazing pacing i would argue this one did not have as nearly as amazing start as bioshock one did again that's a hard bar to live up to it was amazing but i'm sitting there and the first thing I do is I'm like, wow, that's kind of an interesting intro and rebind everything. And then I play a little further. And it's like, and okay, that does not quite working. Rebind a little more. And she's like, stop, stop. And she literally just like, you can tell when someone just pulls out their phone <laughs> that like you're mm -hmm. in trouble. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, it'll be quick. It'll be quick. And I'm like, okay, so let's see. So if C is um, Estus flask, then what is, you know, like the, I don't know. What's the, what's it called? Like the. Audio log, like what's not okay? So audio. There's no Estus flasks in this game, dude. I know that's just what I think of all health potions as now. But yeah, oh, okay, it's fair. um, I remind everything because I just it has to be comfortable. It it tilts me to no end when I press the wrong button at the wrong time. So I have just such a custom setup for everything, and I'm constantly running into scenarios where, like, not with Bioshock because it's 
it's a single player game i can pause it but for multiplayer games that i play for the first time i constantly run into problems where i have things mostly set up and then like a new thing will happen and it's like it needs a new bind out of you but i like unbound at some point at the menu because <laughs> i thought their their key bind was too important and so like it was happening in fucking gears i was like i picked up the turret and it was like if you want to move it if you want to rotate it to the left you can press this button and if you want to rotate it to the right error <laughs> And I'm like, oh shit, I found that tonight. <laughs> so then I'm like sitting there and there's dudes just charging me and I'm like slowly rotating it like uh, like 360 degrees plus some like <laughs> the other direction trying to get it to the point. It's yeah, it's pretty bad. But uh overall recommend Keybind re- redoing. Yes. And getting a mouse with key uh buttons on it. You don't have to get like an MMO one that has like 20, but if you just have two or four, it's a world of difference it's so good it's so good to be able to press those things with your thumb it's awesome i recommend yeah i have one of those but the buttons are all sticky now i don't know why they it like got old and bad i'm sorry to hear that in a year yeah <laughs> it's it's really sad so, actually so this like uh one thing I wanted to actually talk about that I actually liked what this game did that we mentioned just in passing was the new hack tool. Oh, yeah. Which um. I both love and hate at the same time. I love that there's no more pipe puzzles. Yeah. But at the same time, I hate now that you can still take damage as you're oh, hacking God. things. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, like... Oh it is God. nice like that the hack tool is now just a needle going across like a um i guess like you know it, it's a needle going across an area and there's like green areas and white areas and blue areas and red areas and you have to basically just time when the needle goes over an area you want to hack so usually you aim for green or blue um but yeah, it's like it's very interesting uh, how it does it, um, and that one of your weapons is like a hacker tool. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely very interesting. Except the first time I did it was on a turret that was aimed at me, and so I'm trying yeah. to hack, and I'm taking on a hail of bullets mm. all of a sudden, and my oh. character just dies. And it was like, wait, and then this tooltip comes up being like. You know, you still take damage as you hack. Try finding some cover. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me. A little late, bro. Like, thanks. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> weird because they like do at first, like I was confused because they did. There's a little delay like you hit them. So first of all, it's a it's a not just a weapon. It's a ranged weapon. So you can range hack, which is so fucking sick and is so fucking sick in this tower defense game where you can take over cameras from a distance and towers uh, turrets from a distance and all that stuff. But it's like you hit them and you're like, is the hacking game going to start? And then it like does. And at first I was like, why is there this delay? And then I realized, oh, it's because they want me to peek out, shoot this thing, then peek back behind cover to hack. And once I realized that, I was like, oh, okay, 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 fine, fine. But before that, I mean, like, dude, I literally, I've probably died like three times hacking where like some dude just comes in from behind and I hear him and I'm like, fuck. And I'm like looking and I'm like, what's the cancel key? Is it this? Is it this? Fuck. No. Okay. Wait, no, it's at the bottom of the screen. What is it? And they're just unloading from behind. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I do love ranged hacking yeah. though. It's fucking awesome. <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty sick. Also, also auto hack hacking. darts. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> I think that that's probably yes. the best hacking has been in all of Bioshock. Also, I, I actually really like that minigame. 
I think it's really reasonable. Like it's like a timing based mini game and they do the same thing that they do in Peggle where as it gets more intense, they like give you that like, uh, I guess like increasing, I'm not a musical person, but it's like you hear this like tone. It's like, uh, 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 like that. Like it's just like he's like going up. Is that your orgasm? Okay. <laughs> I don't have to answer that question. <laughs> but no, I, 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 get, I get what you mean. It's like the increased tension music, I no, guess. No, that just reminds me of have. when I was in college. There was these there was this unnamed couple that would live like that was living like next to me. And I could hear them having sex through the window. And their sex noises were like that. They were always just like, huh? Like, as if they were, like, confused. Like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> it was so funny. Because it was, like, these, like, standard porn, noise, porn noises. And then what I assume would be something that was actually pleasurable. And then there, that's where the confused noise would come in. So I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Huh? <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh fuck. Anyways, um, good yo, shit, you know what's a huge shit. buff to this game? A huge buff is that the uh, cyclone trap is way fucking better in this game, and I love it. I use it all the time. Is it? Oh yeah. I still haven't I, bought it. I actually use it now. As I mean, I did like kind of use it a little bit in Bioshock, and I was like, eh. Not for me, like, it's fine, but dude, cyclone traps, literally, if you want to have a party, set, like, 20 of those things around the room before a tower defense little sister harvest party, and suddenly it's like the roof is raised, because you just look and there's, like, 10 splicers just flying up in the air. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's hilarious. I fucking great, love actually. it. You can also do it, by the way, while they're in full charge at you. Like, they don't take any time to arm, so you can just place them right under them, and you can even do it to the big, like, Hulk-like enemies that charge you and do smashing stuff. You can do it to them. You're like, you're too big, right? Nope. And they just fly like an idiot through the air. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. The other buff that Cyclone Traps got that you might not know is that they're really fucking loud in Bioshock 1. And it sucks because you can't turn them off. (laughs) You can't disable them and they don't time out. So if you set up a scenario and put a bunch of traps down and then like two out of the three get hit, but then one didn't, you just have to hear that noise and it's deafening. It's like, it's like a jet engine just sitting there, just making all this noise. And you're like trying to coax like a splicer from another area, like into hitting this thing. Cause you're like, please, I just don't want to hear this noise anymore. But in this game, they're quiet. <laughs> Huge buff. Huge buff. That makes sense. No, it definitely is nice. So I like you- to play the mini game of like playing EDM music while playing and then trying to like time the drop of the EDM music to when the splicers will fly up. It's actually harder than it might seem, <laughs> but it's great. Nice. That sounds hella fun. Yeah, that does sound. <laughs> but like I, I'm, I am like, I think what I, one huge positive of this game is just the creativity with the combat for sure um only because it just offers so many distinct styles of fighting gameplay um like bioshock one just had your like splicers in the uh splicers in the room and then like your big fights were more like uh just fighting the big daddies and then frank fontaine at the end um whereas 
in this game, it just offers more variety. Like, you still have to fight the big daddies as usual, but then there's definitely more of a tower defense uh, style of gameplay where you have to be, you know, you have to focus on your traps and setting up a, a room before you, you know, start the, uh, before you start the harvesting session. And then you have... Um, what we only mentioned briefly, but what I want to also mention as being fucking terrifying, but that would also be the big sister fights. Like, it is really scary when suddenly you just see this tooltip being like, the big sister is coming, prepare, and you're like, no, <laughs> go away. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to find health packs, please. Yeah, especially after like your third tower defense, and you're like, finally... Drop off the little yep. sister and says like, "Hey, guess what? <laughs> mm -hmm. Time to use my anti personal rounds." Yeah, I've, I've rounds. taken. <laughs> I've exactly, taken just dude. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've definitely just like carried a little sister around as I'm trying to find like health packs and uh, Eve, just to be like, you know, you're not going anywhere until I'm fully equipped. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm holding you hostage. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the big sisters do offer, like, a, a nice different style of enemy uh, that is very difficult. Oh, my God. And very annoying. She is so terrifying and hard. It's out of control. <laughs> like, I so Like, so, so yeah, like, enlighten us. Like, is it does that if she hits you twice, then you're, like, Yeah, dead. she does insane damage. She's, like, jumping all over the place. She has, like, you know, her, uh. Like, she does, like, the plasmids as well. It's, you just take a lot of damage and hard. And since you're in that, like, your clunky big daddy, so it's, like, hard to, you know, run and, like, dodge and do that kind of stuff. So you're just like, oh, boy. Yeah, in fact, I you often, don't have a run button. Yeah. And I just find myself doing a lot of, like, backtracking. Like, I'll fight her, get my, get my shit slapped, and have to, like, backtrack through the level to be like, are there any... Any first aid kits I didn't pick up. Is there anything? Please, God, yep. anything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Your health kits go by so fast on hard. Because, like, it's like all the Bioshocks have this mechanic where if you take lethal damage, which in other words means the numbers say you died, they'll hit you with that, like, snare.wav or horror.wav, and then you have a moment, and it's usually, like, a pretty decent amount of time to heal. In other words, oh, fuck, I'm at one health. I guess I should heal. And uh, it's fine. I'm glad they do that. I love they do that. But it's like when you're on hard, like most things just kill you, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're just constantly hearing that horror.wav because it's like you walked outside and you're like, hey, man. And you like wave to a splicer and another one just caps you in the side of the head. And it's like horror.wav because you died. <laughs> like, okay, fuck, okay, heal. Okay, turn that, kill that guy. All right. Then another dude shoots you like, oh, god damn it. And you heal again. So when the when the big sisters are out it's just like you just you essentially can get hit five times and then you, you essentially poop your pants yeah it's brutal <laughs> and you're like sitting there like i have all these heavy bolts i have all this stuff that i'm gonna use on her i can't wait and you hit her and i was like okay i'm not great at math but it looks like i'm gonna have to hit you a hundred times with this <laughs> to kill you also because like they set up the drill to be such like an awesome weapon in the game and it is and when you use it on her, it's nothing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, what are you doing, dude? 
That's actually like my first big sister encounter. I literally just like ran at her with the drill at first and I was like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. And like she just kind of like just flew me across the room like after I hit. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> it's funny because if you compare that to like the big dudes, the Hulk dudes, right? Like they start as really threatening and they get all this introduction and they get a similar situation with the big sister where first you see them, but they're running away. And eventually you fight them and they're hard. But like eventually you get to a point where you're like, this guy's not that bad. I can use a Psychon trap. He'll fly up in the air and I'll just shoot him like four times in the head with the rivet gun before he gets up and we'll call it a day. And you start to like solve them. But the big sisters, there's no solve. It's just like, oh my God, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's rough. <clears throat> and so then that also plays into like, I guess, like, I I don't quite understand the point of the big sisters yet story-wise in this game. And I think one thing this game lacks is like a compelling enough story that I care about. Um, like it is really cool, like seeing different sections of Rapture, and it is really cool seeing more of like the low low income sections, but also like you know going through the amusement park was a cool little uh, right. I guess like sneak peek into like how people in Rapture like spent their uh, entertainment or whatever. But like the big like I know. Or maybe I don't. I don't know. Like, the, the big sisters are, like, a part of Sophia Lamb's, like, whole posse, right? Like, it's something that they created. Is it? Like, see, the fact that I'm, like, second-guessing, I guess, goes to show. But it just kind of seems like the big sister just kind of showed up. And, like, Sophia Lamb was just like, oh, yes, like, the big sister. Like, have at them. And I was like, where where is this at, like, story-wise in this game? Like, Why? I guess, but this maybe is, it's something that gets further explained later. Th in the this game. is like a professor, like asking the class, like how to teach it. Like if you don't know the Bioshock <laughs> story, like none of us are going to know. <laughs> 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 like the second you're confused, I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, it's there's so no hope true. for me. Like there's no fucking hope. It's so true. Yeah, I Yeah, I mean I guess like it's just not as compelling of a story yet because I will mention we only played uh all the way to Dionysus Park. So we're only about halfway through this game. But like you know, Sophia also, Lamb is not as compelling of a villain as like uh, Atlas or Fontaine. Honestly, she's yeah, kind of like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. "Okay, you're mean to me. I don't know why. I haven't yeah, seemed to do anything yet." She's like, this is what you want. You want this world to be in ruin. And I'm like, do I? <laughs> yeah. Have you been reading the script? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I just like wanted to be a big daddy. Yeah, you're like, like I just want your daughter back. <laughs> like, I was created yeah. to do this. Don't you understand that? And she's like, no, you're a monster. You're like, oh. So she sounds like a horrible mother. Yep. Like a truly horrible mother. Certainly a suboptimal mother. Speaking no of horrible mother, what did you guys do with um? Was her name mm. Grace? Daisy Fitzroy. Daisy, oh. yes. No, it's not Daisy. It's not <laughs> Daisy. Is it? Uh, no, <laughs> oh it's yeah, not. No, no, it's um, not. It's it's. Um, what, what was her name? Was it Mary? I think it was 
I'm I think looking, it was Grace. Looking it up right now. Grace, Grace, yeah. Grace, Grace, Grace Holloway. Grace, Grace Holloway. Yeah, Holloway. Grace yeah. Holloway. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess there's like other morality choices you can make in this game as well. So you could choose with Grace Holloway whether to like let her live or kill her after she's like sicked a bunch of splicers on you and like have basically called you every name in the book. <laughs> yeah, so what did you psychopaths do? <laughs> Saved her. I spared her. Yeah, I'm above 100%. that. <laughs> Even though Ooh. she kind of is like asking for it, and it's like similar to, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Look, like there are points in Bioshock her? Infinite where they're like, "Kill me," I might like have. you won't. So maybe that's just <laughs> do moments. it. You won't do it. Yeah, do it. You so won't. What happens when you kill her? Then does nothing happen? It's just kind of like you kill her, it's and like, that's yeah, it. She's dead now. It, it was kind of funny because like. You know, when you first get the little sister and you, you know, there's um, uh, Augustus is like, you can either kill her or, or well, harvest her or save her. And, you know, personally, I would harvest her, but, you know, you can do you and you save her. And he's like, oh, well, that's kind of ridiculous, but all right, teach their own. So he gives you the same spiel with Grace. And he's like, you know, I would probably save her, but, you know, it, it I mean, she does. She she has wronged you. So I can understand so I killed her, and he's like, "Geez, there, partner." Well, I guess uh, <laughs> he makes a he makes an interesting quip about like bleeding hearts attract the sharks. So I was like, <laughs> "Okay," but it's just funny that he Jeez. was he's like pro harvesting the little sisters, but when there's this lady that's just like constantly setting up obstacles for you and just not making it easy and calling you every name in the book. And then you kill her. He's like, jeez, it's a bit excessive. <laughs> yeah, he's Heartless like, I'm only bastard. into killing children. That's like yeah, what I draw exactly. the line. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay so yeah. you're cool with killing little girls, but you're not cool with killing this old woman? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a little strange. When you save her for reverse context, it's like she essentially like does a full 180 in like 10 and a half seconds. I mean, she sort of like at first is like, oh, okay. But then afterwards, she's like, I immediately Less will help you. Less than 10 and a half seconds. Yeah. Less than, Less than yeah. 10. You yeah. like, you, you walk out of the door and she's like, I'm rethinking my entire like life. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay. I'm rethinking my entire morals that I've been brought up with for the past like 20 yeah. years. <laughs> it's. It's yeah, she's like, I'm gonna have to talk to with Sophia honest. Lamb, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll see your dead body later then, because she's gonna kill you. There's no way she's just gonna like casually talk to you. Um, yeah, but, right. uh, yeah, and then she just sends drones and stuff, and then she's like, I'm helping you, and you're like, cool. Yeah, I even looked and, up like saving her versus killing her, and and I saw the differences, and I was like, I'm not compelled enough. I'm ending her. <laughs> <laughs> and as is your right. Yeah, dude, she she crossed me. She shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's how Gabe plays these games, by the way. I've watched over his shoulder a lot. And I'm like, Gabe, like, don't you think that person's like, I mean, I know they've done wrong in their life, but they're trying to repent. And he's like, they crossed me. Do I make myself clear? Like, <laughs> he's like, there is no going back from this. There is only the end. So <laughs> she went out of her way to get into my way. And that's where I draw the line. Exactly. So that's fair. That's yeah. fair to but me. also also finding Grace Holloway, I was like the stupidest person ever because I didn't realize there's a switch behind the poster. So I was literally like 
charging into walls like being like is there like a soft wall here that i just crashed through so i'm literally <laughs> headbutting every wall and then finally this tool tip comes up being like hint push the button behind the poster it's like button <laughs> what button <laughs> dude i i also got the tool tip yeah that's something i forgot to mention for bioshock infinite also is that the dlc <clears throat> they would not let you explore the world they would just be like because you'd be sitting there like, okay, that's where I must go. Okay, good idea. So I'm going to go the other way because I think there's extra stuff. And there was always these branching paths where you could go another way. And the second you step there, they'd be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, the straight, you know, it'd be like, dude, like for, I remember looting that whole area where you could get the, uh, was it Mr. Frost or something? You get the Frost Plasmid. And like, there's a whole area to loot. And I killed everyone. And it's like, dude. Get the stuff from the, you know, Mr. Frog. Get it from the podium. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. I get that. And I walk 10 feet. And it's like, no, seriously, dude, what do you do? I'm like, dude, this is not a hard puzzle. I'm not stuck. Okay. I'm just trying to loot shit. And they're like, dude, are you lost? I'll help you. Dude, it's fine. I got your back. Like, dude, I get it. I fucking get it. It's glowing. It's right in the middle. Anyways. So that I, I feel like all these games are like just afraid of having you like do your own thing. It's like, dude, it's not a super hard puzzle. I mean, in this case, it's nice to get a tooltip. Mostly it's like it's pretty straightforward. There's like an arrow like you can stop like passive aggressively tooltipping me all the place. But yeah. yeah, for me, it's like Sinclair yeah, telling me to aggressively like get back to the train now we need to get back to the train. I'm like, there's one more little sister on this level. I'm trying to find her. God damn it. You yourself said that it was important. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, get back to the train. <laughs> I liked, I liked when he was like, all right, so I'm dying here, but I'll live if you have other stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll try to hold on. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because you have plot armor and are needed in the next section. Yeah, plot and armor. I still have shit to loot. Yeah. Which is hilarious because you kind of don't. <clears throat> like, the loot in this game, like in all games, is kind of like, eh. Well, I, I had a big daddy oh, little yeah. sister combo to yeah. murder. So. Wait, has anyone used the meant. upgraded cyclone traps? And I say that because. When you upgrade them, you get the ability to use other plasmids to augment them. This is something Adam talked about like way before. And you said, like, oh, it's really cool. The cyclone traps, they allow you to augment them. And it is really cool. But I, I haven't really been using it much because the normal cyclone trap just knocks them in the air. And that's like enough. But has anyone been like setting up more orchestrated tracks with cyclone trap where they, they do that and then they shock it or then they light it on fire and it does extra cool shit? No. Fair enough. <laughs> i'm not doing that all right um i mean i just haven't gotten it yet but... okay yeah. well fair enough you don't need it <laughs> I, you actually just told me something that i could do in the game i must have just not paid attention <laughs> so james how many audio logs did you pick up this time <laughs> uh you know i missed a few to be honest yeah <laughs> um oh, <clears throat> there was a yeah great, no really the yeah i was gonna say there's a great part in this where like early on they like blow like basically like one of the windows breaks and like floods and it's supposed to be like this epic scene and it's like oh god it's flooding and i'm like oh god it's flooding i remember saying that out loud like oh god i'm dead and then i was like wait i'm a big daddy right this should be good right and then i'm like oh for sure and you just sort of like roll around and you're like nice 
And they like definitely do that later on too, where like it floods again. And it's supposed to be, and then like they kind of play with like, Ooh, this is intense. Like it's flooding. What are you going to do? And I was like, I think I'm going to walk around completely unscathed. I think is what's going to happen. I'm not sh- sure. Yeah. They were playing that. Like it was so scary that, that rapture was filling up with water when you're wearing a diving suit. You're like the one dude who's fine with that. I'm like, <laughs> can I do that on purpose? Like, can I just walk into the next section where there are splicers and then just crack a window and just wait for them all to die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that would be legit. Okay, so... That would that would actually be a cool, like, little uh, implementation, like, find the crack in the glass, and if you can find it with the horde of splicers, then you can flood the room. But then I, I don't think little sisters can swim, so I think that would actually be a hard thing so to do. Also, you have a the giant... <laughs> you have a giant drill. I think you can create your own crack. Yeah. <laughs> this is Dude, I love mailing a window that you're not supposed to break, and it was, like, kind of, like, cracking a little bit with that, like, standard animation, and you're like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, come let me yeah. let me do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. Oh, I forgot. There's still bad sound design in this as well. Like when water is pouring over your helmet and it makes this like gigantic like <laughs> noise <laughs> as you're like, like the first time that happened to me, there was like a uh there was a uh, audio log that I picked up right as I like crossed over it, and I honestly thought that that's what the audio log sounded like when it would like turn on or something like that. You thought it went but- blah, blah, blah. exactly. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yo, but how about the fact that audio logs like deafen all other sounds? Oh, uh, it's great. Uh, it's so yeah. much better. Yeah. No, I have the. Uh, I have the privilege of watching Brandon play through Bioshock now. Oh, cool! Um, he just finished the uh, he just f- finished the first Bioshock, but yeah, the first thing that happened, he's like going through a world, and he's like picks up an audio log, and that's when one of the splicers is just like, "Jesus loves me, <laughs> Brandon's just like, "What the fucking shit? I just want to hear what this has to say. There's a code in this thing. I need to find out what the code." says and it's just like i'm like like if i told you that this goes away and infinite and now bioshock 2 like would you believe me because that is a change i'm very glad that they did i also do like how when you get a code then you go to that lock it shows the code it's like hey by the way this is the code that you remember yeah Mm, yes that is actually very nice oh god um yeah, because I remember, like, I was, like, trying to find, like, how to go back and, like, listen to audio logs, and I was like, oh, I don't know what button that is. Maybe I'll just, like, try to wing it on the code, and then it's, like, they're, like, 0421. I was like, yes, all right. <laughs> like, fair enough. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, God. The, uh, the splicer lines in this one have been hilarious for me, though, because, um, like, for some reason, and I don't know if it's a game glitch or whatever, but whenever I'm shooting a splicer and they die, they say some sort of like farewell to farewell line to me. Like, <laughs> I think like what? the most notable, like funny one was like, I saw some splicer just like crouch down in the water. So I just electrocuted him because I didn't want to deal. And as he's sinking in the ground, he was just like, I think I'm just gonna go now. And he's, like, <laughs> he's sinking into the water. And I was like, oh, that's 
that that's oddly sad okay and like another one there was a woman that i like shot in the face and as she's like collapsed on the ground she's just like farewell my dear and i was like wait what it's like oh shit you really are crazy like, like oh okay i was like is this just me like what's going on but what about the little sister line though like those that shit's been driving me up the motherfucking wall is anyone else like to me i'm just like sitting there she's like you're I the think- best daddy i'm like dude i just died like eight times to splicers. <laughs> like I'm at least the third better, best daddy. Like at <laughs> least. <right? laughs> I mean, like we said before, I like her interactable lines when you're killing splicers with her on your back. You know, talking about like, ooh, marshmallows or like, you know, yeah, you get them, daddy or whatever. But like otherwise, like everything else, like when she was like, you're my favorite. You're the best daddy of them all. And I'm just like, no, I'm not, kid. Like, just get up here. Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> oh, I'm the opposite. I'm like, damn right I am. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is why this will be the great, like, a great gateway game into parenting. Because mm-hmm. then, depending on how you take children's praise you know that will determine the type of parent you'll be in the future <laughs> yeah exactly and all dads must play it on hard so they can test their uh, anger and rage as they just get mercilessly beat down by this game and they have to maintain their composure while people ask them normal questions like what's for dinner and such like that right it's great for work on that dad <laughs> reflex too exactly because you'll have it where there's like redoing the tower defense and maybe like one guy gets up to your little your little sister and she screams and then just from like one room over I just fly in with that drill charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just out of nowhere I'm like boom. That drill charge is pretty legit. What what builds have you guys been doing? Is anyone doing like a wrench build, like a drill build? I haven't had the opportunity to really make a build. Hmm. Yeah, I've just been focusing um, on like weapons. I've just been like kind of upgrading them equally. I just don't have enough um, like plasmids for like a specific build, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it uh, yeah. also determines on like it depends also on like the section of game because I change my build based off of what phase of the game is coming next. So like general like looting and shooting and going through rooms i usually just do like electro bolt drill though the one two punch um otherwise though with like tower defense style it's just traps traps everywhere Hell traps yeah. everywhere and chain electro bolt and also maybe have the uh the what's it called the um like and making a splicer become your ally very briefly. Yeah, possession or something. Uh, plasmid. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the possession. Well, yeah, it's called something. Hypnotize. But yeah. yeah, like so. Oh yeah. Hypnotize. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, usually when it comes to the tower defense, I'll try to have at least like one of them help me out, even just briefly. God, but. that was another tool tip that <laughs> fucked me over. Like I tried to uh, hypnotize someone when there's only one person, and they like <laughs> yep. keep shooting me, and it's just like, now remember. <laughs> Don't hypnotize when there's no enemies around. I'm like, I get it. I get it. They're shooting me. I get it. I get it. Please stop. See, um, I did that when it was a it was a big daddy and a uh, and a splicer, and I was like, perfect. He'll attack the big daddy. He just turned and shot me instead, and the game was like, hey, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Like and I was like, come on. 
<laughs> the tooltips really do feel like hey stupid especially when you're like seven hours in and it's like a basic i, I get it yep follow the big fucking arrow i get it <laughs> yes i know now the switch is behind the poster i've only been bashing my head into this brick wall like 12 times dude and that's like the one case where the game is like Maybe they are stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember though walking out of that room and then having the arrow point back in the room, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Find her hiding place, but it's not there. <laughs> back up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Why don't we do like a quick, quick non-thumb related check-in? Like, are people having fun? Um, let's on, real start quick, with, uh, oh, go ahead. real quick. I just want to ask, is everyone playing the remastered version also? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I was just curious about the, like the audio thing that Zoe was talking about. Oh, if like they've still fucked up the, actually that's possible, right? Cause I guess they did the remasters in one, right? It was like a two for one remaster. Yeah. But I've actually noticed this version is so much better than the Bioshock yeah. one remaster. Yeah. Yeah, like the the uh I guess like the locational noises that Splicers make yeah. like it it actually seems somewhat locational now. So now it's not like, oh, that Splicer can <laughs> either be right next to me or 12 rooms <laughs> exactly. away. Like they 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 do God. a better job at that. And also like Definitely. the door the door locking noises like if you walk on a door that can't open, it makes that kind of like <laughs> noise, you know. Yeah. We can add this into the Zoe's sound effects uh, dictionary, I guess. But um, okay, noted. But like that is a lot quieter. And then we were also saying how the audio logs were, you know, muffled the noises. So like, yeah, who knows why in the remastered version, like they were like, let's make Bioshock 2's sound design better than Bioshock's. <laughs> Maybe. God, it makes me wonder how a remaster of Infinite would be. <laughs> like assuming they fuck up the the mixing yeah there's like what parts are we gonna improve and what parts are we just gonna destroy yeah exactly yeah oh for my sure god you'll hear i thought we already decided that the remastered version is just gonna take out the entire vox populi like we're gonna just patch them out of the game honestly i think you call it director's cut and you do that and you improve the game honestly that would be adam's version i know but i'm like yeah. down for that like, I, I feel that version just because, like, yo, keep the pacing up, bro. You had some fire in the beginning. You had some fire at the end. Let's let's uh, put those fires together, bro. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, how science works, but, you know, whatever. In my mind, that made sense. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, James, bro, are you having fun with this game? How's it been yeah. so far? Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I got mildly frustrated at some of the fights this chapter, but I think I was just like beating my head against it where I should have been like going and finding like where I should actually put traps and stuff. Um, so I think like actually after this podcast, uh, I'm going to play it a little bit differently. And, um, have even more fun. I'm I'm uh I'm about a one thumb up right now. Damn. Okay. 
Tune in next week to see how his thumb changes shape towards either a downward direction, exactly. upward direction. It grows another thumb. These things could all happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, st- I'm sticking to one hand for this game, but I might grow another thumb on that hand. <laughs> you never know. Dude, I'm going to get called out for my Never masturbation know. joke, and this dude's talking about one hand. Anyways, all right. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, Zoe, as someone who is self-proclaimed Bioshock fanatic, playing Bioshock 2 The Black Sheep, what do you think so far-ish, right? Just like a initial impression. Yeah, so, so far, like, I am really enjoying my gaming experience, uh, particularly just with the creativity and combat. Um, tower defense stuff, still not my cup of tea. I just get a lot of anxiety. And if I do so much as get like, take a little bit of damage in tower defense situations, I feel like, oh, this is ruined. Restart. Like, but I am having fun on easy, just creating like copious amounts of cyclone traps and, uh, and bolt traps like all around the room. And then just kind of sitting back in my, uh, dad lawn chair watching my watching my daughter siphon a dead body and just sipping on some gin <laughs> so that i i just that's the kind of uh game style that i at least enjoy with the turret defense but everything else uh it's fun to be a little bit more creative with the combat this is a uh, you know i will say that this game was pleasantly surprising like you would think with half of like the like critics like what critics say about this game i was kind of about to step into this being like this is gonna be god awful but i'm actually really enjoying it so we'll just see how it wraps up i've actually heard a lot of people say that it ages it it's like it's like a fine wine almost is that it 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 has aged nicely ah that's the key (laughs) yeah like if you played it immediately after when it came out after bioshock one you're like what the fuck is this but going back to now, you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> this is what the fuck this is. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Intuitively. So then yeah. hit us up, Gabe. What do you think? I mean, you just gave us a little bit of taste there, but you having I fun so it. far? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's terrible. Okay, moving on. <laughs> no, uh, I I am enjoying it. Um, I think that I might have made a mistake playing it on hard because this is like really hard. Um, yep. Like I could hold my own on infinite's hard difficulty, but this is like <laughs> might be a little much for an optimal fun playthrough. But I'll deal with it. Um, other than that, I'm I'm enjoying it, and it's been fun to go back to this game that I had played once, but like all other Bioshocks, I have forgotten everything. So now remember, Gabe, you can press escape and turn down your difficulty. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not an option. Yeah, it probably isn't. <laughs> I would rather uninstall the game than do that. That is one way to win, by the way. I just want to say that that hasn't been mentioned in the game yet, but that is one way to win. <laughs> what, to uninstall? Uninstall? <laughs> yeah, choose not to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Far Cry yeah. approach. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Yo, I won Far Cry like that, though. By uninstall. Yeah, you did the secret engine. It, yeah. yeah. It works. It's a strategy. Exactly. What is the secret ending? You don't play. You don't play? Yeah. yeah. You just like chill 
Yeah, like, as in you start the game, do and the then intro cinematic. the evil guy just, like, comes back, yeah. and he's like, oh, sweet. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, you didn't leave. Cool. Yeah. Wait, what? It's like the in the beginning, you just, like, choose not to fight or something? Yeah. yeah. Look up Far Cry 4 and Far Cry 5 secret endings. <laughs> so it's like secret podcast. beginning. Yeah, secret beginning huh. and ending. Huh. Okay. Well... Tune in next time for our Far Cry podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's secret, pl- secret ending only. Like it's like you don't play the game. You this just- <laughs> episode is the one where we talk about a bunch of other games, dude. I didn't yeah. even get it to my fucking Gears Five that much. Oh, it's been good. Anyways, um, come back. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, Adam. So it's your turn to pick, but uh, we decided we're all going to play Far Cry instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn to pick Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, we just show up having played Far Cry, dude. Far Cry Two fucking sucked like, though. But we were gonna play like paper. Maybe it's good, but I remember playing it like ten years after it came out, or five years after it came out, and like stealthing around in the forest, and I'd be like probably like half a mile away from someone, and I'd be like looking through my fucking scopes, like, do you think it's a bad guy? Do you think it's a good guy? And they'd be like excuse me sir and they'd like all turn to me and they'd start firing and it's like a it's like a checkpoint it's like where they're supposed to like it's great until an enemy notices you that's what i'm saying it's like what the fuck is this it was like a mile away i'm like through seventeen thousand brushes between me and this dude and his role in the universe is to have a car come through and be like huh i see you've got some illegal stuff in here we need to talk or oh you can go through that's his role. He's got a checkpoint and I'm sitting there and he's just like, it's a fucking thief or something, a villain. And I'm like, what? How did you know that? Anyways, <laughs> Not in my Africa. Script? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So McCoy, what um, did you think? I have been having fun so far. I've been fun. Like no question about it. I like the trap gameplay. Uh, I like headshotting people with the rivet gun. I think it's really powerful, especially if you buy into it as your build. Uh, I think... For better or for worse, it's been a bit mindless for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's been fun, but mindless. And I think that's good for a pacing in terms of our podcast, in the sense of, like, we play a lot of Bioshock. And at this point, I'm just playing, shooting the things, setting down the traps, having the fun with that. And I'm enjoying that. Um, I think the gameplay is fun. I just think so far, it doesn't really have the parts of Bioshock that make the first game so incredible. It doesn't have that literally industry shaping uh intro into middle right like the first half of bioshock one was so incredible that you were like mother of god and of course it doesn't know how to finish it and it basically unravels from there and you're like oh cool uh this boss battle at the end is terrible (laughs) but it had such an incredible pull you in that it was able to define a franchise and this this game does not have that but in exchange, it does have some interesting combat and fun and, and some interesting scenarios. And you do kind of feel like a big daddy who's like wrecking people. So like all of that, it's, it's interesting. It's a give and take there. But I, I am having fun with it for sure. So. All right. So tune in next week till we finish this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Oh, God. We need a better end to this thing. Dude, I'm excited. It's. We've been playing a lot of Bioshock and it's been it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. It's definitely been nice to play all these games back to back to back. Right? Uh, yeah. it is a really cool way to approach the franchise. 
I don't think that is an experience yeah. that we ever would have had in our entire lives till their end had we not like forced ourselves to do it and had we not like committed to this. I, I can't see a world. I mean, think about any other franchise. I mean, unless you are the type of person who literally plays it from start to finish, and if so, good for you. But I, I'm not. Like, I, I don't think I would have had this experience. I don't think I would have played Bioshock 2. I don't think I would have even, for that matter, played Bioshock 1 again, maybe ever. So that's I, I did that with the Mass Effect series to prep for Andromeda, and boy, was that a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> ouch, dude, ouch. Woo. Is Andromeda really that bad, bro? Yes. Oh, God. Next week, we'll be playing. <laughs> I would never subject anyone to that. Dude, I do think we should play some garbage games for the game club, though. Don't you think it'd be kind of fun? We already have. <laughs> Which ones? Starseed Pilgrim. Starseed Shout Pilgrim. Out. <laughs> uh, anything that Adam's chosen? Damn. The second he's not here, we just start throwing haymakers from the fucking side. <laughs> yeah. He's not here to defend himself. Let's get him. Yeah. Yep, basically. Oh, God. I'm just glad he's not here to throw the cat lady into that category, because I think that game is fucking legit. I mean, the cat lady is also definitely deserving to be in the cat. No, no. I don't agree. Oh, you guys are just haters. No, haters. In my opinion. No, you're not allowed to have That's that. That's why I added in my opinion. No, I'm cutting his mic. You're right. But, uh, <laughs> I'll split the difference. If we're talking purely gameplay mechanics, yes. If we're talking story, no. Yeah. The story of that game was cutting edge, man. All right. Well... <laughs> We will go ahead then and just leave it at that then where we'll, we will finish off this game. So if you want to hit us up with a review on iTunes uh, for this podcast, that would be great. But until then, we'll see y'all next week when we finish off Bioshock 2. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> wow, Gabe. Wow. Just a totally unique <laughs> ender there. Just You're absolutely. Welcome. Gabe just had to be I different. Had to know. I'm, I'm going to see if I can somehow like pitch tune a fucking Gabe line into being fuck yeah. Like I'll like splice like a fuck and a yeah like together. Oh, Jesus. I shouldn't have said that out loud. I'm cutting this because that's way too much work and I refuse I to do it. I don't believe in swearing. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Oh, yeah. Um, no, there's one more thing that we should mention, which is uh, send... Uh, anything you want to our email address, which is McCoy. Uh, tyranny of thumbs at gmail.com. Although, as I have in the podcast description, Tyranny, did fucking God, did you see that shit? Yes, Adam, I'm reading the fucking podcast description on the podcast. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, uh, I said, I said, if you're the type of person who likes to stay current and update your computer, you can write into tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com. And if you're the type of person that just thinks it's never been as good as the olden days, then write into fucking sponsored by visual at gmail.com. <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 Slash, if you're the type of person that knows that everything breaks on your computer when you update windows 10 because good lord is that a mess sometimes happened to yeah. me <laughs> yep yep that's what's sponsored by visual at gmail.com is for it's all that's what's for all those about. people dude did i tell you that Do i fucking it. i got our instagram which is uh tyranny of thumbs and when i did i logged in or i tried to log in i tried to create the account and the first thing that it told me was you violated our terms of service so we banned your account 
And I was like, what? I haven't even logged in yet. <laughs> I haven't even fucking logged in yet. What are you talking about? So then oh, I like went, so I went through their fucking support system, which is a bunch of pages. They're like trying so desperately to not let you talk to a person because that would be wasting time and money. So I'm like trying to like reading through all these pages and they're like, did you know? that there are a number of things that are against our terms of service. And I'm like reading through all this shit. I'm like, dude, we didn't do any of this. I didn't even log in. I didn't even post anything. There's not like fucking violence on here. There's not like an incite of a riot. There's nothing. I haven't even logged in. And it's like reprimanding me. It's like fucking telling me why I'm not a good human being for what I've done. And I'm like, dude, I haven't done anything yet. I haven't even had the opportunity. So I emailed them being like, hey. And I did this because I read an article and the article said yes. It's true that if you follow their docs, they'll tell you, they'll send you to a place that doesn't have a place to write in. So they'll essentially just put you at a dead end and let you just sit there and be mad. But if you just instead complain as if you had violated the terms of service, which is a channel that's supposed to be used for, I know I posted that really questionable picture of my friend who was asleep and naked, but... I think it's legit. <laughs> like, that's the channel you're supposed to go through in order to actually appeal. So I went through that channel and was like, hey, um, I haven't even logged in yet. I, I, you know, listen, not an engineer. Sounds like a bug. Sounds like a bug. I don't know. And they just, but I was hella nice about it. I was like, hey, man, you know, I hope you had a good weekend. But, um, you know, what the fuck? And immediately their response, like one day later, was like, huh, that's weird. Sure, man. And just like turned it on. Just like, of course. Like, I don't know what's up with that. So, all is resolved. Moral of the story is, if we can get Zoe's fucking dog video with that fucking her sister's music on the Instagram, I think we've succeeded. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think we've made it full there we circle. Go. Perfect. <laughs> I'm on board. Okay. Yep. That'll be like the first post for the podcast. People will be like, oh, a podcast Instagram account. It's just this dog staring at a wall. And they're like, okay. It's just the way it should be. Yes, absolutely. Well, we'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, take it easy. And until next time, goodbye. Bye. Fuck yeah. <laughs>